0: This podcast is recorded in June 2020 in the middle of the global pandemic, coronavirus outbreak, aka COVID 19, aka the invisible thing that's kind of driving everybody crazy. So, the watches that are discussed and talked about are the new watches that have come out at this time. So, it's the spring summer collection for 2020. Anyway, enough of all this rambling. Let's get to the podcast. Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening and welcome to this episode 3 of the Second Watch podcast. Coming to you live and direct from lockdown in London in the UK, where the sun is shining, the rain is falling, hell is falling, everything's falling. In fact, it's a bit like being in the movie Flash Gordon, which featured Brian Blessed, you know, when they have the hot howl and everything like that. Who wants to live forever? Ha, <laughs> ha, Die, my Hawkman! Die! Oh, no, I know. I can't resist a, a cheeky little Brian Blessed uh, impersonation there for you. Let's move on, shall we? So here we are hoping to bring to you some interesting, informative, but more importantly, just some really good fun, talking about watches, swatch watches, and the memories that we have uh, from collecting and meeting fellow collectors around the world that different events that that we go to that we attend so yeah stay tuned and thank you very much for downloading and listening to this the third episode of the second watch podcast so what's everybody been up to i'm guessing not really that much you know um seeing as we can't really travel anywhere Um, Swatch shops are shut, so we're having to borrow our watches online. But the good news is is there are still watches coming out, you know. I'm I'm missing going out and meeting people face-to-face. Zoom is great, but actually, you know, it still doesn't really beat face-to-face contact. Um, And, you know, we are all keeping ticking along. Uh, For me personally, as well as working uh, um, hard, as well as working... I've also been recording some songs and videos which will be appearing on YouTube as part of um, keeping some funds incoming to a local theatre near where I live, um, which is run by some very dear friends of mine, Brookside Theatre, so please check them out on YouTube. I'll post when uh, the shows go live that that I'm in. Um, And I've also been growing and trimming a a beard um, and... I tell you what, as you are keen, avid listeners to the Second Watch podcast, um, I've been speaking to the guys that do, well, well, who I buy a lot of products from, and that's the Beard Struggle. And seriously, if you Google them up or have a look at the Beard Struggle, they do an amazing range of products. I mean, I love the Valkyrie Zoo stuff, um, and I've got an exclusive second watch podcast or if you follow me on socials exclusive um voucher which is npg watch 319 so that's n for november pg watch 319 all one word which is an exclusive 15 percent discount off of all of the beard struggle products so there you go thanks for listening and uh i hope you enjoy that product you know Uh, they're all really great um I i can't recommend them highly enough So moving on to things like the podcast, I just wanted to say that again, it's great that that you're all here and thank you, thank you, thank you so much for downloading and listening to me and some other guys, some other people rambling and talking about swatches and, and, and what they mean to us. And I have great, great pleasure to introduce to you a dear friend of mine. Again, it's from across the pond. This time it's from sunny Florida, um, the maxi-collector extraordinaire, uh, <laughs> th- there are only limited words that can describe this guy, um, and this is Mr. Fred McFarland, oh, hey Fred, in- in- introduce yourself man, tell everyone you, you know how-, how we became friends uh, purely really through Swatch and a shared appreciation of many, many things
1: i'm fred uh aka the guy with the swatch tattoo (laughs) the collector of maxis and for some reason a magnet for swatch mountain bikes (laughs) we first met online right after i got my email saying i had made gold club finally and uh we met in person the night before the gmp started in Geneva at a bar for some beer, which seems to be a uh, reoccurring theme (laughs) for GMPs. Uh, But I think we both knew that we were going to be tight friends when uh, we came to pick you up for dinner, (laughs) and you were blasting some music, (laughs) and it was asked if you could... uh, make that any louder always and uh always <laughs> i replied with uh but does it go to 11 <laughs> and you just freaked out and knew we were going to be tight friends just because of the spinal tap reference and then uh i i knew as well that you were going to be a great friend and uh, i'm happy that i made that Stupid little <laughs> reference, what I did, because it it's brought a great friendship. Yeah,
0: appreciate that, appreciate that, Fred. So, um, Fred, with the new collections that have been coming out, I mean, there've been some fantastic stuff that that's, that's come out recently. Um, the uh, the James Bond collection, the the new Big Bulbs and obviously, um, the new 1983 or uh, since 1983. Um, the LGBTQ plus pride swatch, the open summer 1983 special. I mean, what's your feel about all of the new swatches in a
1: new collection? I mean, you nailed it last podcast. The James Bond packaging is spot on. Uh, It's so cool. We all know that's part of swatches. The best part of swatches branding, I think, is their special packaging Mm -hmm. over the years. Mm -hmm.
0: So as with any collection, I think... You know, there's something in there for absolutely everybody. Um, the big bold, the, the jelly, but I, I think they're kind of missing a trick by not making them jelly and jelly. But you know, that's just my humble opinion. But but I think there really is something for absolutely everybody in, in this
1: collection. But 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 what do you think? Um, the big bolds, not much of a fan of those. Didn't oh, really? like the original designs. Cases too large for my wrist. Okay i mean that's what makes swatch great you know we have you know gent size new gent ironies pop absolutely big bold maxis my <laughs> arguably favorite size skin um, ironies there's something about walking into a room full of maxis and <laughs> being blown away by them you know, like i have a wall and people walk into the room and they're like whoa sure <laughs> and that's always just the statement of this seven well <laughs> almost seven foot tall
0: you, you can't hide a maxi can you it's just
1: yeah i think that's more big and bold than big and bolds are. <laughs> <laughs> you know i'd say currently my biggest issue with swatch is a lot of the unknown there's a lot of rumors going around that things like maxis are going away mm. and uh there's no real solid answers, you know, because of the COVID and, you know, shutdowns of stores and information's not traveling currently because but, people aren't working normally. And, you know, there's just a lot of unknown going on in Swatch right now. And I think that's my biggest concern.
0: But uh, but I think that that's kind of gonna be expected, isn't it? That, that you are gonna have a lot of this uh, informational or, or misinformation, going on around products and product lines and, and all of that. And, and as as you quite rightly said, you know, in, in the current climate, we, we actually can't go out and meet and speak to people face to face and see the whites of their eyes to say, you know, what are you looking to do with this and, and where are you looking to go? So I, I think it, it's an interesting situation that we find ourselves in, um, an interesting climate where... Um, and 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 it's not just in the watches; it's in everything where, where information and misinformation are, are really hard to to differentiate between. So, you know, I think we're just going to have to um, just sit down and, and and ride the waves. I mean, time will tell. Yeah, um, I, I would be very very surprised if if Maxes disappear um, from from the world of Swatch completely. Uh, I, I think for, for me they are. Uh, an item that, that is so iconic. Um, and as as you said, you know, you go into a room with a maxi. <laughs> you, you don't miss that maxi. That That's a statement. That's a statement right there. And if Swatch really want to keep their finger on the pulse and they really want to keep their eye on the prize, then I think actually having these statement pieces and having these statements out there um, for people to talk and to be talking about, uh, I think, is... Uh, is really one of their key themes. I'm hopeful going forward that normality will return and that the social distancing can be reduced so we can actually really start to meet and greet people again and, uh, you know, restaurants can be full and, and pubs can be full and bars can be full and, and the whole social dynamics, which really do help fuel us as people, uh, can start to really be reintroduced. So looking back now, instead of looking forward, you know, you are uh, Mr. Maxi, I, I think, <laughs> well, definitely from my perspective, um, uh, really are um, a figurehead within the world of Swatch. I know you love your drone racing, I know you like your Maxis, and I know that that you're very much into the whole Swatch as a concept, not just... Not just for watches, you know. There's more to Swatch than, than just watches. So, so you know, how did you actually really get into Swatch originally?
1: I'm gonna say I got into Swatch probably 1986. I started seeing ads in Thrasher magazine. (laughs) Thrasher. I was a skateboarder, and that was my monthly addiction was thrasher magazine <laughs> just to see what was going on in the world of skateboarding nice nice. and swatch was heavily involved in the pro skateboarder yeah scene very much so and had a number of uh, sponsored skaters including rodney mullen yep. who was in fact a floridian and a rare floridian pro skateboarder so um flash forward to 87 i finally had enough cash that i'd saved up uh, I was able to buy my first watch, yes. which was GB707 Navigator. Nice, nice, nice. And that began the love affair that has existed since. I think
0: the GB707 is not a watch for the light-hearted. I mean, the the, the strap and, and the dial is, uh, yeah, it's really quite unique. It's, uh, it's a great first watch to have. Uh, I must admit, I remember at the time, admiring it and thinking you know i should i should get me one of those sadly i it it, it's never been a part of my collection and i've never had one uh to, to wear or anything like that um so we know your your first watch the the watch that that got you into or you know when you really first got into swatch but but what is your your favorite swatch you know what out of the watches that you have,
1: what what is your favorite swatch? You know, GB707. It's always going to be the number one in my heart because it started everything. But some of my more favorite watches are ones that I've given away to friends um, over the years because of the joy that it brings them. And um, cool. it may have just sat in my collection and collected dust, sure. but they're out there being loved and worn by people. And that kind of it's weird it makes it my favorite that way but you know that's how i am sometimes
0: that's that's a cool answer you know the, the watches that you give away are, are your favorites and i know i'm i'll hold my hand up and i would say that that i am very fortunate i'm one of the recipients of uh of a watch that, that that fred has given away in fact the watch that is the image for this podcast was the watch that, that Fred gave to me. It's a watch that wasn't available in the UK, was available in the Asian market, and the reason why Fred gave it to me is because it's the colours of my football team, uh, the NFL football team, Minnesota Vikings, and when I was chatting to Fred, he said, I've got something for you. I, I, I'm, I'm going to put it in a post here. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Uh, and and it, it arrived, and yeah it's just it it's one of my favorite watches to wear definitely a watch that I wear a lot and and I mean really a lot and so when I thought about setting up this podcast and what watch to put on the cover of the podcast it made perfect sense for me for that watch to to be the the, the watch that symbolizes what what being a swatch collector and, and the, the family and the friendship that that brings so thanks again Fred um, you know it means the world to me, and you know that I wear it with pride. And when I'm watching NFL, I always take a snap and and ping the photo across to you. But, but I do get what you mean about giving away watches. Um, I I myself do that a lot. I've given away Vivian Westwood orbs because I thought somebody would really like one and and they would like to wear it. I've given gifts of watches, you know, like wedding watches for things or or when Children are born. The new year watches, but I think just just plucking a watch out of your collection and just going, y- you have that. Go on, you y- you you enjoy it um, for whatever reason, whether or not they're going through a hard time, whether or not you you want to just give them a bit of a boost. Something's happened to them. Uh, you know, I, I've I, I have given away <laughs> quite a few watches, including. Retrogrades, uh, oh, just just goes on and on. So I totally get that, and, and bless you, Fred. You know, it's a it's a lovely thing to say, and and a lovely thing to do. M- moving on a bit more, um, we, we've got your favorite watch, but as with anything, you know, collecting is is actually trying to get all the watches that that you really want to have, you know. So. The, the question that i like to ask everyone you know what is the watch that you want but you do not have
1: okay so i'm going to cut this into two sections oh controversial you got unicorns and you got like grails <laughs> unicorns are things that are so rare you probably will never get a hold of one. Like, mythical creatures like man. those awesome giger yeah maxis <laughs> um, I'd have to win the lotto in order to be able to even afford that sure. and have to throw stupid money at it just to get one. Sure. Um but then there's watches that are obtainable like Quattro. And okay. Quattro would be one that I would say is on my grail list. Okay. Um not Seven d Because of the history and you know, the fact it's you know, collector made and yeah. you know, everything about it. It just screams, you know, I have to have one. <laughs> Um, and you know them all now and then there's some you know early maxis that i would love to get a hold okay. of like a nautilus and cool. you know a few others but yeah it's it the list is long like everybody's and varied
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and, and i know what you mean uh, i mean the quattro is uh it's an interesting watch. As as you know, designed by collectors, uh, was a auction lot number seven, and uh, a group of collectors bid on designing and making their own watch, and Andreas and, and everybody else that was involved in, in the project, I think, uh, come up with what really is a unique watch, um, and I know that Andreas, that probably is the watch that he wears the most, and that Andreas, I'd love to get you on one of these podcasts in the future um that that would be awesome and maybe tell people about the experience about the design of the quattro and 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 what it was like um so i i think the 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 geiger is well you know i posted the picture of it on on the page a while back and it really is just an incredible watch so so you've talked about you know your favorite watches, the 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 unicorns and the, the growl watches, but that aside, you know the actual physical having other watches. You know, what's your favorite watch memory, or or, or maybe even two, or, or or however many? Indulge us, you know. Tell us tell us something about you know just not just about owning the watches, but But your favorite memory from from
1: swatch one of my favorite like old school memories was this tour that swatch had called the swatch impact tour it had pro bikers pro skaters and they went all over with a huge half pipe blasting music and video (laughs) clips and stuff turn it up to 11 attended it but i didn't get a chance and i was like devastated over it back in the day but it's always been like this memory in my mind of that and it it's kind of cool um okay, cool, yeah. i just wish i'd have been able to go of course you know everybody's probably favorite one of their favorite swatch memories would have to be their first gmp like oh. if you get a chance to go to a gmp it's, it's an amazing experience i've gone goosey i've gone and goosey so geneva 2017 um that's when i got to meet you and quite a few other sorry people. about that and uh got to start my own or we got to start our own thing that was sort of like the hashtag not Barry um, <laughs> because we all of course always agree with Charlotte um, <laughs> so uh, in the States there aren't as many events uh, in my area they're starting to be a little bit more over in Miami thanks to okay. HQ moving there so you know, there's been a few things I've been able to go to there that were kind of interesting um, nice, nice. One of them being the DRL, uh, the Drone Racing League, and um, yes. the Dolphin Stadium. Got a chance to go awesome. there for a filming. Awesome. Got to meet the Swatch pilot. That was kind of neat. Love, love. Um, got to attend a couple launch parties. Uh, well, nice. no, one launch party. was out in San Francisco. Just happened to be in California at the time. Uh, cool. But you know, it's it's fun.
0: It sure is and, uh, and,
1: and... getting to meet all these people that's the best really I, I couldn't couldn't agree with you more
0: it, it's one of the things that that you know collecting the watches and having the watches and 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 enjoying wearing them but but seriously the the watch is such a small part of of the whole world of watching and and once you get into the international scene, and as you said, if you're fortunate enough to to win gold membership and to become a golden pioneer um, member, and to go to one of those international events, it's uh, it, generally I think it is life changing, uh, and and I'm not just saying that just to try and be polite. I genuinely think that it it changed my life, um, and. I've met some amazing people and had some uh, made some amazing memories. You know, I think it's um, I think it's great. And and you know, not just just being the GMP element of it. I mean, do you think from from your perspective that that it's actually worth being a, a club member?
1: You know, being in the Swatch Club is like being in real estate. It's all about location, location, location. True. True know here in the states like i said before not as much stuff going on unless you're in the big cities okay. like new york miami california you know, like san francisco and unfortunately you know due to store closings hmm. that's gonna get a little bit tougher sure sure um you know we still have the big stores in like vegas and stuff like i said uh so they'll be able to hold those larger events um having access to things that you know normal people wouldn't <laughs> define helps, normal <laughs> um especially you know once you get up into the higher tiers of membership and you have you know good relationships built with store employees sure. when you know special things come sure. out you have a better chance of getting a hold of uh, them absolutely absolutely and so you know and plus it's always nice to get that you know gift every year on your birthday <laughs> even though it might be late or you know getting that welcome package you know this year those patches are kind of yep. cool and the light books kind of light nice. is cool um i've actually used it when the power went out here just last week so um you know they come in handy and uh, it's it's neat stuff <laughs> the the
0: the light book is a uh, a GMP exclusive um, membership thing and, and it's great it's it's a it's a little wooden book that you open up and it and it colour changes yeah it's it's pretty cool and, and the patches and uh, you you've probably seen what the the birthday treat is for for um, for members this year having had two of the puzzles from last year um, this year it's um, three socks hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure what to say about that, really. Truth be told. So So I think, Um. yeah, it, it, it's, it's good. So any ideas what you could do with the three socks, Fred? You could try out for the Red Hot Chili
1: Peppers. That's what you do with three socks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're now starting to sadly head towards the end of this podcast, the end of podcast number three. And I, I suppose it's really time for a quick little weather check a little weather update uh, i'm looking out the window here and uh, whilst it hasn't been raining that much whilst we've had the podcast on well actually it hasn't at all the sky is looking very very gray very very ominous in fact we've had a a yellow weather warning here in the uk from the med office where that means like torrential downpours and potential impact um and they were saying we could have some tornadoes and some uh funnel clouds today which um isn't something that happens that often in in london let me tell you what's it like where you are fred
1: you know man it's super hot down here in florida today it's like hovering close to a hundred ish uh that would be like i think for you metric folk um it's proper hot Proper yeah, it's hot. Just nasty outside there's like 65 70 percent humidity so it's you go outside you melt you know it's not fun out there this month wow which i mean with and, the and there was me thinking going on, it's not that bad in the end right <laughs> so everybody yeah. stayed in anyway
0: sure and i was thinking it was quite nice and warm here in the uk you know 24 25 degrees i was outside yesterday in the garden catching me some rays and uh and enjoying it but wow 37 38 i mean yeah I, I i mean last year we were hitting those temperatures but seriously that that's proper proper hot proper hot hardly even comes close does it really so uh, as i've said before I, I kind of want to keep these podcasts uh no longer than 30 minutes i i, I kind of think that's a nice sort of bite-sized amount that that you can have a listen, have a laugh, uh, you can download, listen to it on a journey somewhere. It, you know, it's not gonna it's gonna not gonna take up too much of your time, it's not gonna be a big two hour podcast. So so th- this is really me starting to sign off. So once again, thank you all very much for listening to the podcast. Again, if you want the fifty percent off at the beard struggle, MPG Watch319, use the code 15% off. And really all that's left for me is to um to thank Fred for for uh, being part of this podcast i, I think it you've given a, a great insight into to what it's like to to be a club member definitely in in, in the depths of florida but also just uh you know some of your memories i, I think are, are, are great and uh, and it was great to share some of them personally face to face and it's great to to relive and recount them and uh, for us and also for the people listening as well and and for those that have downloaded that were also there i think it'll it'll put a smile on everyone's face so so thank you for
1: that fred yeah i appreciate all the hard work you put into this uh i know it's not easy and it's been an honor to be asked to be part <laughs> of it. house and uh i hope that everybody out there is safe and yeah. uh, with their friends and family and staying away from this covid stuff and uh hopefully soon we'll be able to get together and uh, have a few drinks and a few laughs would be nice good food sure stare at some good watches <laughs> love y'all and keep the volume at 11.
0: <laughs> keep the volume at 11. thanks fred uh, that, that seems fitting you know we're we topped and told the whole podcast with uh, keeping it at eleven, and uh, for those of you that have never seen the movie that we're talking about, the Bad News, then I, I strongly recommend. Whilst uh, you've got a bit of time on your hands, if you like rock music and you've really like a, a, a great sense of humour, um, for for me it's a it's a great, great tour, great road movie, and it's a it's a a fictitious band that actually did go on and release several albums and. Uh, and uh, we've even had some of them coming back recently. So thank you, thank you again for downloading. Thank you, Fred McFarland, legend. Um, and yeah, so stay safe, everyone. Stay away from COVID and uh, make sure that you, your family and your loved ones are safe. And, uh... and keep on ticking.